0: Now when you see me walking, hear the way I talk It's obvious that I'm a product of the trailer Paul And i I'm not so small when it comes to math. But i bet a hundred dollar I with your ass Oh lord, the Treader Treader's at it again I'm sending shots at everybody, let the hatred begin I'm really living how I'm sitting, I ain't living but ten I'm about to shit on everyone who ever died I died Hey guys, welcome to Pillar Talk where we're trying to create a valuable resource for post-acute leaders in hopes that we can make our care setting better together. Hey guys, hope everybody's doing well. Um, excited to talk to you today. Today, I really wanted to focus on growth. We're in the thick of it with the holiday season. There's a lot of stressors out there. There's a lot of stuff we can't control there. There's just so much, some of it's good stress, some of it's bad stress. You know, we're, we're balancing time with family. We're trying to make sure that we're we're still getting our work in um, with competing, you know, schedules for holiday season, um, you know, Christmas shopping, planning everything. It's just, there's Christmas parties at work that There's all kinds of stuff that's pulling you in a thousand different directions. Um, And so I thought it would be a good, you know, good time, good opportunity to talk a little bit about growth and making sure that you're still focusing on yourself. You're still growing during this holiday season, you know, mentally, spiritually, physically, uh, you're doing all those things. So you're prepared to hit the ground running in the new year. So, um, so yeah, let's get into it. Let's talk about it a little bit. Um, the area I want to focus on is if if anybody's written read a book by Stephen Covey, he wrote a few of those during his lifetime, uh, was a pretty influential, um, very, very intelligent man that has given us, uh, so many words of wisdom. Um, one of the areas that he discussed, um, and that now Franklin Covey, the, the group that is, you know, because of him, um, that they talk a lot about is these different circles of control, influence, and concern, right? This, um. Concentric circle model, if you will, around the way that we kind of perceive the world, the things in it, what we can do about it, how much control we have over our own life, our own happiness, our own productivity, all of those things. So uh, that's kind of the framework that we're going to use for our our growth day today, and then talk about some three, you know, three areas that I think can give us the most positive, the biggest, and the most positive impact on our circle of influence which is the area that we should be we all should be pretty much exclusively focused on not not 100% but the majority of our energy should be focused in that circle of influence so so let's start with the circles first Again, picture. I'm a visual learner, so if you are as well, make sure you Google kind of circle of influence, or if you say circles, Stephen Covey, it'll come up. Images, you'll be able to see it. Um, so if you if you think of three concentric circles, right? This innermost circle, the smallest circle, and the most important circle is the circle of control. This is what you can directly control. These are your thoughts, your words, your actions, yourself. Um, This is where you should spend the majority of your time because if you do, you're going to be the happiest. You're going to feel the most in control of your life. Um, You're going to feel like you can make a difference and these are all the things that you actually, when you put in the work, can change the outcome positively, you can make a difference. Um, the next circle, the next circle out in this three concentric circle model, a little bit bigger circle, it kind of bridges the gap between the inner and outermost is a circle of influence, right? These are things that we can do something about, but we don't have complete control over the outcome, but we can influence it with our behaviors, right? If you think about your health, You can kind of influence you not kind of you can influence your health based on your the things you can control you know, what you're consuming, what you're drinking, your your physical activity level. Those are things, the things I just mentioned are the things you can control. They then influence your health, but they're, they don't 100 percent control the outcome of your health. There are still, you know, genetic reasons why you may end up becoming unhealthy. Unfortunately, people will get cancer that are still healthy people. They've made the right decisions. They've done a good job with the things they can control. But there are some elements that we can't control. Right. But that circle of influence, they will prepare you in this example that would you know your behaviors that you could control will influence your ability to be prepared for the fight against the things you can't control and so really that circle of influence is able to positively impact what you can control but doesn't totally in you know influence the outcome so we should spend some time there now the area where we unfortunately because of society and the news and social media and the way that people want to control us is, um, you know, they, they direct us to really focus on an area we should be the least focused on is that circle of, of concern. These are things that you have no control over. You know, the economy, the weather, war, what people think about you, um, you know, what society tells you you should be, uh, what social media tells you everybody else is doing and how successful they are and how beautiful they are and how fit and all these things, right? It's all bullshit. Uh, But it is really directed to pull our energy and attention towards that circle of concern, which we have zero control over. And then it leads when, when you focus on something you can't control, That leads to frustration, unhappiness. You feel like you have, again, you feel like you have no control because you don't. And then it leads to helplessness, right? That's where people kind of submit, give up, all of those things. So you have those three concentric circles, the outermost being that circle of concern, the biggest one, because that's where everyone's kind of pulling our energy. And that's where we spend way more time than we should. You have that kind of inner, you know, middle circle, that circle of influence that kind of bridges the gap between concern and control. And in the middle, you have that control. And that's the sweet spot. That's what we need to be focused on because we can, as the name implies, we can control these things. These are the things that we can do that can make a positive difference in our lives and the lives of others. So your thoughts, your words, your actions, your self-care, all of that stuff. Okay. so just quickly before we get into kind of three areas of control that I think can positively impact us the most, um, just quick circle of, you know, circle of concern, the stuff you can't control. The world around us, we can't control the world around us, but we can control how we respond to it. That's important. That's an important distinction. You know, the more time we focus on that, that circle of control, we can we can focus on how we respond to the things that we can't control. That's really the key there. So the more time that we spend in that circle of concern, the, the stuff we can't control, the more time we spend there, the more stress we're going to have, the more unhappiness, the more helplessness. So again, think about what the news focuses on. You know the news is a great example it's a it's a terrible example, but it it illustrates this perfectly. If you go watch an episode of the news or you go to a news page's website or anything, look at what they focus on all the stuff you can't control. There is very little, if anything, focused on stuff you actually can make a difference about. They're talking about the economy that you can't control. They're talking about, you know political stuff that you can't control. They're talking about war. They're talking about all of this terrible stuff, nothing about what you can do about it, nothing that can make you actually happy. It just shows you, it tries to reinforce that you have absolutely no control, which is ridiculous. But that's where they want our attention, right? That's where they want your attention. So then you have that circle of influence, you know, Do what you can, but you have to be able to accept the outcome, right? Do everything you can to influence it positively. Focus in this area, some of your energy. We're gonna talk about the differences here. Some of your energy in there. Um, I think a great example for one of the, one of the things that came to mind actually last night. I was at a, a wrestling duel for my son, um, high school wrestler, and you know I, I thought wrestling is a really good example of that circle of of influence, right? There are, there are so many things you can control as a high school wrestler, right? He he can control his preparation. He can he controls his nutrition, what he eats. He controls his weight. He makes sure that you know he's weighing in at the exact weight he needs to to be able to wrestle at a certain weight level. Um, he can control his hydration. He can control his mindset, his focus, his skill, his technique, all those things that he can put in um, a lot of work. And he does. And that helps to positively influence the things he can control. However, in this area of influence, there are some things that he can't control at all, which do have a direct impact on the outcome, right? So all the stuff he can control, but there are things he can't. He cannot control how much the person he's going to wrestle prepares. You know, maybe that person prepared more than he did. Uh, He can't control their nutrition, their hydration, their technique, any of that stuff. Can't control the referees, right? can't control injury for the most part. He can do some stuff to make sure he's safe and mitigating injury as much as possible, but stuff happens, right? It's a a violent sport and things happen. Um, And so there's some things that he can't control, but he can control a lot of it. And that's where that kind of influence, if he does control what he can, it will positively influence, but not completely predict the outcome. And so that's that circle of influence. I think it's a great analogy for the circle of influence is, is the sport of wrestling, is you can control a ton and you can mostly, you know, help control the outcome, but you can't 100% control the outcome. And that's, that's exactly what the circle of influence is. And then finally, the, you know, the area where we should spend all of our time, almost all of our time is that circle of control. This is the key area. This is where you're going to find happiness. This is where you're going to find energy. This is where you're going to find, you know, that feeling of empowerment because it's the stuff you can control and it positively impacts the other things in that influence area. And then really, this is where you get happy. The more energy you can pull out of the circle of concern into the circle of control, you're going to be happier you know, you're going to feel more empowered. You're going to feel more satisfied because you're going to stop worrying about the stuff you can't control. And you're going to focus that wasted energy on the things you can. and You're going to improve your outcome. So, okay. So those are the circles. I encourage you to look at them, learn about them, read anything and get your hands on by, uh, by Stephen Covey. Um, the other person that's, that's a great kind of current, philosopher to read, uh, read is Ryan Holiday, anything by Ryan Holiday, I highly encourage everybody to look up Um, super, super intelligent guy, current, like stoic, if you will, and um, has a bunch of good books out that talk about different, you know, concepts like this. So, um, but I wanted to focus on three areas that I think because we're, you know, like I said, I think we need to get away from the circle of concern Spend a little bit of time in the circle of influence, but spend the majority of our time in the circle of control. So I want to talk about three areas that I think will have the most, you know, positive impact on your circle of control, the things that you can control. And if you focus on these three areas of control, it's going to have positive impact on the circle of influence um, and obviously a positive impact on the circle of control. So these three areas, first one, um, we've talked about this a bunch and, you know, I think it can't be overstated is your physical health, what you're doing to take care of yourself. Um, physical health leads to mental health. The healthier you are, the better you are prepared for the stressors of the world. So, um, you can't avoid everything. You can't avoid every you know illness. We talked about genetic stuff a second ago. You know, people are going to get sick there. Unfortunately, there are diseases out there that you may not be able to avoid based on uh, your genetics. And so really, but your physical health will help you be better prepared for the fight better prepared to take on whatever battle that you need to take on. And if you're controlling what you can, hopefully that leads to you being better prepared to take care of yourself and those around you. And so really, you know, what can you, you can control your activity level. You can control what you eat. You can control what you consume in terms of, you know, hydration, water, alcohol, you can limit, you can control limiting the toxins that you're putting into your body, whether that's, you know, fast food, alcohol, drugs, whatever it is, medications. You know, I'm not saying stop medications, but there are probably uh, a lot of people that can take less medication if they were to take care of themselves. So the more you focus on your physical health, the better your overall picture of health is going to be. And it's going to give you clarity so that you can focus on the things you can control and you can respond appropriately to the things that you cannot control. That's a huge thing. If you can really get yourself to a a place where you're okay, where you're accepting of the stuff that you can't control, you don't have to like it. I'm not saying agree with, I'm saying accepting to the fact that you cannot control it and you move on and focus on the stuff you can control, you'll be a happier person, right? And we're talking a lot about the the stress that comes along with the holidays and that kind of thing. If you can let some stuff go that you can't control, you're going to be able to use that energy, that extra energy on the things you can and be more satisfied, more happy. So number one key area, physical health, take care of yourself. Yeah, we get one body. We get one shot at this. We get one chance to live on this earth in the, in the vessel that you're sitting in today. Um, you know, you should take care of it. You, that, that's going to determine your happiness uh, probably more than anything else. The more physically well you are, the, the happier you you become as a human. I believe that fully. Here's, here is uh, the second point is really identifying your stressors. Um, so first, first point, kind of more physical health. Second point, a little bit more focused on mental health, um, which I think the two tie in, you know, just... So, so directly is that in order to look at the whole picture of health you got to have that physical side of it you got to have the mental side of it I actually just had a great conversation um that you guys will hear soon with uh Dr. Norris of of Deer Oaks and she you know we talked a lot about um the the whole picture of a patient and the fact that a lot of times the mental health side of patients aren't looked at as their health and we're getting better as as a care setting but we're not great at it yet we We try to, you know, fix the physical stuff and then eh, we'll worry about mental later. Um, we got to do them simultaneously. So uh, but you guys will hear that soon. You'll hear that soon. So identify your stressors. Right. So this is a little bit of a homework assignment, but I think it'd be worth your time is if you sit down, give yourself a little bit of time, go somewhere quiet, no distractions, uh, make a list of all your stressors. What are the things that cause you stress? Um, in your life, just day to day, you know, maybe, maybe you, it probably could be a long list for most people, but maybe just break down a week of your life. You know, think about the last week and say, okay, what, what were my stressors? What were the things that got me fired up good, bad, and different, you know, and then break them down into categories, the three circles that we just talked about, those concentric circles of those stressors, which of them fall into the circle of control. The things that you can do something about, the things you can directly control, you know, it usually has to do with your thoughts, your words, your actions, yourself, those things. Put them in, you know, the category of circle of control. Then the other categories would be circle of influence. So what are the kind of things that you can do some stuff about? You can't directly control the outcome, but maybe some of your behaviors in the areas of control, you can then influence the things in the influence category. You can maybe enhance, improve the the stuff in that category. You can kind of put stressors in there that maybe you can make a little bit of difference about, but maybe not change the outcome. Hopefully improve the outcome, but not necessarily. Uh, and then the third category, what are the things you're stressed about that fall into the circle of concern? The things you can't do anything about. You have no control over whatsoever. I mean, are you stressed out about about the economy? Are you stressed out about, you know, who the president is? Are you stressed out about some CMS change? Are you stressed out about, you know, all of this stuff that you have no control over? You know, really break it down into those three categories. What can I control? What can I influence? And what am I just wasting my damn time on? I'm, I'm using up all this energy. I'm focused on the stuff that is concerning the hell out of me, but I really can't do anything about it. And now I'm wasting my energy. I'm spending all this time in this third bucket that I can't do anything about. And it's ruining my ability to influence the other two buckets because I'm wasting my energy. I'm feeling helpless. I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling depressed. And then I'm not prepared to do to to positively influence the things I can control. So break it down into those three categories and then try to, this is hard and much easier said than done, but try to direct yourself to spend about 85% of your time in your circle of control, you know, 85% of your energy into the things you can control, the things you can influence, the things you can make a difference about. And then 10% of your time in that influence bucket, right? The things you can maybe, maybe make a difference about based on what you're doing in your control bucket, things that you can influence about 10% of your time and really 5% of your time. And that's probably more than we should. We spend in... Really, it should be 0%, but I said 5% because in the uh, circle of of concern, I said 5% because we should use that 5% of that time to work on how we respond to the things we can't control. That's it. That's the only energy we should give to that bucket of circle of concern. That is it is just how do we respond to those things that we can't control and work on that and, and taking again, like everything we talk about, man, it takes reps. It takes time. It takes effort. It takes you sitting down, writing this down, breaking it down into the categories and then becoming mentally aware of those things as they're occurring. Can I control this? Can I not? Okay, if I can't, I'm not going to waste my time with it. If I can, what can I control? Is it an influence or is it a true control? If it's true control, then I'm going to fix it. I'm going to fix it right now. If it's an influence and I'm going to influence, I'm going to change the behaviors that should positively impact it, but I'm going to ultimately accept the outcome. Whatever the outcome is, I'm going, to, I'm going to accept it. I'm not going to waste my energy on it because it's not something I can control. The only thing you should get frustrated with yourself about is if it's something you can control and you're choosing not to. That's where you have to do a little self-reflection. You have to go, you know what? I could have done better here. I messed up, right? Let me go back to the drawing board and fix that. So if it's something you can control, you should get. You should beat yourself up a little bit. You should be hard on yourself. You should fix it because it's, it's up to you. There's nobody else. There's nobody coming to help you change your thoughts, your mood, your attitude. And if you're letting someone influence those things, shame on you, right? Shame on you. You have to control what you can, influence what you can, and forget about the stuff you can't control. Forget about those concerns. Or if you're gonna think about them, only think about how you respond to them, okay? So think your physical health, divide up your stressors into the stuff you can control, the stuff you can influence in the areas of concern, and then divide up your energy, 85, 10, and five, okay? 85, 10, and five, 85% of the time in control, 10% 10% of the time influence, 5% in how you respond to the things you can't control very specifically. Okay, third area, my favorite. It's my favorite bucket. Uh, I think this might be the most important bucket um, out of all of them. I don't know. Physical health is pretty important, but and stress is pretty important. But this is such a good bucket because it can influence the other two. It's your circle of humans. Who do you surround yourself with? Who do you spend the majority of your time with? I don't know who said the quote. I can't even really remember the exact quote, but I'm sure when I reference it, you guys will know what I'm talking about. Um, I've seen it several, several times of, hey, if you you hang around with nine broke people, you're going to be the 10th. If you hang around with nine dumb people, you're going to be the 10th. If you hang around with nine successful people, you're going to be the 10th. You know, talking a lot about the importance of who you surround yourself with. This is such an important piece of the puzzle. You have to surround yourself with people that are going to push and challenge you and grow you, right? You have to surround yourself with successful people. If you want to be successful, you have to surround yourself with healthy people. If you want to be healthy, right? You're you just think about your group of friends, right? Think about the people you spend the majority of your time with if if they if they're you know not super successful people, right they're, most of the, Here, here's a good measuring stick. when you're hanging out with your friends, are you talking about ideas? Or are you talking about people? If you're talking about ideas, you're in the right circle. If you're talking about people, you need to get into a new circle right just, just that's a quick easy just temperature check. next time you're with the homies, you're thinking about it listening hey are we talking about ideas? Are we trying to make a difference? Are we sitting here gossiping talking shit? Right. Hey, everybody does. I'm, I'm certainly not above a little gossip. Um, however, right. If that's all you're doing, you're never going to get any better. You're not going to grow as a group. So that that kind of brings me to my next point of growth within your circle of friends. Sometimes you outgrow your circle. Right. Sometimes you outgrow Mentors, right? Sometimes you might, you may have put somebody on a pedestal for a long time. They were a few layers ahead of you in maybe a company or something like that, or um, you know, in in an industry. And you're like, oh man, this person's amazing. And then they don't really grow; they stay stagnant, and you continue to grow. You continue to develop yourself, and all of a sudden, you kind of pass that person. And maybe that's an uncomfortable feeling, but you have to be able to assess your own growth. You have to be able to look and say, hey, am I outpacing my mentors? Am I outpacing my my growth? And I'm not saying you have to cut them off. You have to get rid of them. You have to like totally be like, oh, yeah, no, I don't so- associate with you anymore. No, but you have to then find your next level, right? Find your next set of people that are going to challenge you, find your next mentor, find your next coach, find somebody that's going to push you and continue to grow with you. Now, there are some people that are going to stay with you on the journey forever. They're going to grow. They're going to be your cheerleaders. They're going to challenge you. They're going to tell you, you know, what you need to hear when you need to hear it. Um, I just just got back from uh, a trip back home, Went, went to Colorado for Thanksgiving. And man, my circle there is just the most incredible group of people in the world, um, not related by blood, but um, I'd do anything, anything for this core group of guys that um, I've been so fortunate to have in my life and keep in my life, and uh, and they continue to grow. And man, <laughs> look, they are always honest with me, always real with me, always bring me back down to reality. Um, and I love them, man. I love them. I care so much about them, and. Outside of my immediate family, I don't think there's anyone in the world that I would, I want to, I want to disappoint less than, than those guys. And so when I get to spend time with them, um, you know, it just reminds me of, hey, this is a circle that is going to always push me. Never let me get comfortable. Um, Now. When we go back to not putting toxins in our body and <laughs> making healthy decisions, they're not great at that. They're not great for me at that. Uh, we have a good time, right? We, we, we maybe consume a little bit too much of alcohol. We maybe don't work out as much as we probably should when we're together. But, man, outside of, outside of those poor decisions, um, they're everything everything in the world and they allow me, allow me to push myself, um, and never allow me to get comfortable. And I, and I, and I thank God, uh, that I have them in my life and and always will, always will. And and you got to find those people. You got to find that circle, um, of humans that's going to push you and challenge you. And you have to identify when your circle is not challenging you. And that's the hard thing when you outgrow somebody, you know, moving on and doing it in a respectful way. But distancing yourself so that nobody can stunt your growth, nobody can stop you from getting to the next level. So you have to. I think a couple of things that I do when I'm assessing new relationships and what I'm trying to make sure that I have a tight circle is, um, you know, I really I try to seek out greatness. I look for people that are great at what they do, and normally. I find people that are great at things that I'm not great at. I, I you know, complementary skill sets, um, grow your skill set, right? <laughs> right. If you if you can find someone that's good at something you're not, you can learn a lot from that person. And um, I try not to find necessarily like-minded people. I want people that are driven and motivated and have some similar qualities, but I don't want us thinking the same. Like, I don't think that benefits anybody. And so I think you got to seek greatness. You got to find great people to surround yourself by whatever, you know, however you define greatness, you got to seek it out. You have to also, and this is hard to do, especially when it comes to family or, or people you've been friends with a long time. Um, you have to eliminate negative relationships. If people are preventing you from growing, you know, whether it's, you know, you know, I mean, people might talk shit. They might just be like, oh yeah, you're doing that stupid podcast or oh man, you're doing 75 hard again. Oh, you know, if, if you ever do 75 hard, the people that disappear while you're in phase, those are the people to cut out of your freaking life. Those are the people that suck. Like if anybody only hangs out with you when you can drink and do dumb shit, those are the people that suck. They need to go. So if you want to, if you really want to kind of whittle out your, uh, your friend group, do 75 hard, do that first phase, those 75 days and the people you don't see for 75 days that are talking shit the whole time, like, oh, you're still doing that stupid thing or you're still not drinking. Those are the guys to cut out, get rid of them and you'll be in a better place. I promise you works every time. Um, and then, you know, I, I already talked about this, but you have to pay attention to your own growth, right? Right. You got to pay attention to you. If you're not being challenged, if you're not growing, if you're not getting to a place where you feel like you're taking it to the next level, look at your circle. You might be around people that are preventing you from growing. You got to get rid of those people. They, they you know, your circle does influence your happiness. The way you see the world, your gratitude, you know, you start to adapt the whether you you're conscious of it or not, but you do start to adopt the opinions of the people you spend the most time with. And so if you're around somebody that's always seeing things negatively and they're always focused on kind of that circle of concern versus a circle of control, you're going to gravitate towards that same BS. So you need to really try to focus on surrounding yourself with people that are great and that are also focused on the circle of control, because then you guys can both together focus on the circle of influence and you can positively impact one another. And that's the goal. That's the goal is to be around great humans. So for me, the areas that you know, I really try to focus on within my circle of control is my physical health, my stressors, and my circle of people, my humans. You know, If, I, if I'm tight with my humans, if I got my stressors kind of figured out, identified, and I can be conscious of what's going on with those, And then I take care of myself physically, man, then I feel like I'm really in complete control of that circle and I spend less time caught up in the stuff that I can't do anything about in that area of concern. So, guys, there's a lot of stuff out there today, a lot of stressors, you know, like I said, holidays are upon us. We're in the thick of it, you know, in the Midwest where I live, uh, it's gray most of the time, you know, that could be a little bit depressing. You can't control the weather. You can't control the weather, but you can control your happiness if you focus your energy in the right areas. So um, guys, hope hope that uh, you took something from it today. Um, you know, I hope that everybody can spend a little bit more energy. And that's my wish for you this holiday season, this Christmas season is I wish that you spend a little bit more of your energy in the circle of control and you steal the energy from that circle of concern and dump it into the circle of control. That would be great. So Appreciate you guys. Um, Again, try to control that stress, try to control how you respond to the world since you can't control the world. Um, And just just have a wonderful, blessed holiday season. Uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. All right, guys, we appreciate all the feedback, the comments, the uh, when you reach out, drop a line. Um, if there's anything you guys want to hear about, if there's anything you want to hear more about, uh, be sure to visit our website. Let us know. Uh, it's QualityLHC.com. Again, QualityLHC as in consulting.com. And on there, there's a Pillar Talk tab. So if there's anything you guys want to hear about, um, anything that you agree with, disagree with, any of that, uh, please Jump on there and let us know. And as always, man, if you learned something, if you felt something, if you heard something that you think is valuable, please share the show. We're trying to get this out to as many post-acute leaders as possible so that we can achieve our goal of improving quality through collaboration, trying to give everybody more free resources. So please uh, do us a favor of sharing the show. Have a great one. Appreciate the time, guys.